I'm bringing you gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Gifts of joy. Welcome back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. Guys, this is the last episode. So, okay, this is really the last episode. I know I told you that last week it was the last episode. But it really is the last episode. We just had to make it a part two. Y'all know just like last season, honey, things just continue on. So we have to continue where we where we left off, definitely, and giving you more information. But I'm so excited to have you here with me. Um, it's been a great season. This is the last episode four of season four, part two. So um, just excited. I'm excited to see what is going to be said today as well. We're going to touch on some things. But just to kind of recap on last week, um, you got a chance to meet my husband. And so the other side of joy is what I wanted to be able to share um, without going into all of my personal life, but giving you guys at least tidbits uh, to be able to see there is another side of me. I'm not just always in front of the camera or behind the chair. I do have a life and I, I enjoy my life and I live my life, but there have been a lot of ups and downs for me to get to where I am. And so I'm definitely thankful for all that I've been through and what I have had to overcome and where God has taken me and has me now. So um, so I'm thanking, thanking you guys for being able to welcome me into your home, into your car, wherever you are, to be able to hear what I have to say from this season. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it is gonna be definitely the continuation of the other side of joy with the silly, <laughs> but um, magnificent Michael Douglas, which is my husband and partner in life. And so I'm really looking forward to see what he has to say and his, um, his outlook on being my husband um, and our journey together. We have been together for 24 years, married 18 years. And so those of you guys that have been in relationships, marriage or what have you, you know that it is not easy um, and you're going to have challenges, but you definitely can overcome them if you want to overcome them. So definitely take heed, sit back, relax, and enjoy, and watch the continuation of The Other Side of Joy. You're watching Gifts of Joy. I am your host, Joy Douglas. I'll be right back. butterflies. I know y'all been wondering, where's Chrissy Collins and Coffee with Chrissy? Well, guess what? We are back and we're stronger than ever on E-Line TV. That's right. E-LineTV.com. Y'all, I'm so excited because on this streaming network, we're going to be doing so much. And with Coffee with Chrissy and you, 
the sky's the limit. So make sure you go and subscribe to e-linetv.com. It's free right now, but the prices are going to go up. So we want you to come on and jump on board right now. I can't wait. Y'all meet me there and make sure you have your cup of coffee ready. Hello, 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 and welcome back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. We are back with our special guest today uh, for this final episode, part two, Mr. Michael Douglas, my husband. Thank Yay, you for being here. I'm, here. <laughs> so I'm in the house, y'all. <laughs> you are so silly. <laughs> okay, so we're going to recap on what we talked about last week. Okay. Um, we talked about how we met. Right. We gave him the rundown. Hey, if you missed it, you're going to have to go back and watch it. Um, we also talked about um, our hi brief history of how we ended up meeting. We How you stalked me. <laughs> we, Correct. <laughs> um, and then how we ended up having children. Right. Um, and so so I guess where we, we can kind of go where we left off, talking about... Um, just some of the things that we've gone through. So we ended up having the three kids. Um, we got married and then we bought our first house and we had Junior. So so that's the that's the last part I think that we talked about as far as that. So um so okay, so as time has gone on, we have experienced a lot. We have experienced definitely buying our first house getting scammed with the first house because of the market at the time. Um, and then where life took us as far as moving into Sean's house and and then our journey to get here. So um, so our journey getting here really was, it was cool, it was different, it was challenging and everything else. Yeah, it was but um, I ended up getting a job when we moved here, mm -hmm. and uh, crazy thing about it, I ended up getting hurt on my job right when I was about to leave the job. Yeah, and within a two week notice, getting my two week notice, and from there things kind of like spiraled down here, because downhill because it was in between clause mm -hmm. uh, as far as workers' comp, so it was kind of weird. But uh, we ended up basically. Started going through difficult times. Yeah, so we became homeless. We became homeless because Joy could not work at that time. Yeah, I was still disabled. So we became homeless. I was still disabled. Um, then your dad got sick. Yeah, then my dad got sick. Yeah. And then and when my dad got sick, probably a week later, if that, even if it was a week, he ended up passing away. Yeah, yeah. So that was really hard time of my life. So not only were we homeless, your dad got sick. We um, he ended up passing, but we were in two different shelters oh, yeah. with our kids. So Mike was with our son, and I was with the girls. We we would see each other during the day, but after the kids would get out of school, or when we would take them to school in the morning, and then we would have to go our separate ways. So that was a challenging time, yeah. especially with your dad say. passing. Yeah, my dad passed. I I wanted to share this story that um, I remember the night we came back. It was late, and again, like Joy said, 
she had to go to her where she was staying at. Me and Michael had to go to where we were staying at. And Michael was really young. And I was just at a point where I don't, only thing I remember was I was having a hard time. Mm-hmm. I remember one scripture came to mind and um, weeping me and do it for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Never really understood what that meant until that night. Mm-hmm. I was like, God, if you could just let me wake up in the morning to see something, the sunshine, something different, yeah. something different yeah. I know I'll be okay. Yeah. I know I'll be okay. And that was the probably one of the longest nights ever. Because I remember holding my son, but I remember God holding me. Mm. Wow. And comforting me through that night. And that right there. It took it took a lot. It took, yeah. Yeah. it took a lot. I I didn't know what you were dealing with. Um that was a lot for us to be having to be separated um, because of the shelter situation. We were in transitional shelters. And then with me and the girls, I just remember, and it was so uncomfortable for me. I don't know if it was really uncomfortable, you know, how you felt, but it was so uncomfortable to be in a place that you're not familiar with. It was someone else that was sharing the shelter with us. So, um, and not knowing that person, and you know, I'm a little funny when it comes to people knowing my business and stuff, um, but that was a really trying time. And it's almost like when I think about it now, if we could get through that, we could get through anything, but that was not the last thing that we had to deal with. Um, But so just to be able to tell the audience whether you're married, whether you're single, no matter what's going on with you, um, our faith is what got us through a lot of hard times, especially that time to lose your home, um, then find out that your father and father-in-law are sick, and then to lose him to death. Um, and, and in two different transitional housings, that was not easy at all, but we got through it. We tried to make it comfortable for our kids especially because you they still had to go to school. So let me fast forward a little bit because I know people often wonder, like, how did I get started on the journey of doing hair? And that's actually where it started at, which right. was crazy. I had been disabled for like three or four years and I couldn't work. And I tried, it was one time that we went to the library because we would go to the library a lot with the kids after school and, um, and I tried to, I had been applying for jobs. I don't know if you realize this. Yeah, I so I had been applying for jobs and end up a victim of a job scam. I went outside that library, y'all, and I was going to curse God. I was going to go off. And before I can even do that, I heard the Holy Spirit say, go and apply for beauty school. And I'm sitting there like, I ain't got no money. I ain't got no place to stay. How in the world am I going to apply for beauty school? But that's how that season started to kind of change around for us. So, yeah, that was crazy. It was crazy. So we ended up leaving that transitional home, and then we ended up together. Right. Remember that? So that was right. So I got into beauty school because I think I told that story on the last 
season. So if you did not watch it, you did go back and watch it. Um, but I ended up getting into beauty school and like the week that I got into beauty school, we ended up getting a phone call from New Birth Transitional Homes and they put us in a place together. Yeah. So, um, so our journey continued and by faith, we, we did okay for that period of time. Um, so then from there, I ended up getting a job. Yeah, a job with the Cass County. Yep. You know, moving into our own apartment. apartment. Yep. So, and y'all, even in all of this, we had to still raise these kids. And I think that was more challenging for me because having to be responsible for somebody else's not understanding of what we're going through and what we're dealing with. The kids never really asked any questions, I think, because we communicated with them um, as much as possible to let them know, hey, as long as we're together, we good. But you remember, we ended up, uh, before we got our apartment, before I got the job with the Cal County, we went from the transitional housing, because it came to an end, and then we had to move into a to hotel. That's crazy because I forgot about that. Yeah, we ended up moving into a hotel <clears throat> by Stonecrest. Yeah. yeah. And we were there for a couple of months, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Before you got the job right. at DeKalb County. But that, that hotel was like, what, $75 a night or something like that? Something I don't crazy. know. I don't even know how we paid. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, crazy. people would, would give us money. Um, not everybody, a lot of people did not know what we were dealing with. So let's hit on that because whatever you're dealing with, whether it's, whether you don't want to share it with anybody or not, sometimes you can't tell everybody what you're going through because they're not going to understand. And I don't care if it's mama, daddy, sister, brother, cousin, grandmama, um, because we told some people and they did not, they didn't believe us that we were homeless. Um, and so, but my family was able to help. Um, I remember that, you know, they would send money. Mama would do certain things, my sisters. Um, my mom and your too. mom, yeah. So it was limited of who we could tell when we were going through what we were going through. So don't feel ashamed of what you're dealing with. Just definitely seek God on how to go through that transition, um, you know. I believe that process was necessary. I don't know about for you, but it was yeah, for me. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, with the background that I have to be able to work, for me not to be able to, to have a job during that season, I know God was taking me to another place. Mm -hmm. And I remember one time, I ain't tell you this, I remember one time we was in, I took the kids to school and uh, I was just like, Lord, I don't know what's going on. Why can't I find no job? Nothing. And I ended up going to the roof of the hotel. Went to the roof of the hotel. What? Yes. Where are you going to jump? I'm going to jump. But he's like, you can't you can't quit here. He oh, said, wow. I can't allow you to do that. Wow. Because it was just so much that I didn't understand because being so young, right. you know, that. I could have just ended it, but I was like, no, nah, I can't, you know. Wow, I never knew that. That's Because that's a lot. Yeah, a I mean, lot. you being the head of the family, right. don't have People a job. People depending on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. that's a lot. Whew, y'all, on that note, I'm going to take a commercial. We're going to be right back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I'm your host, Joy Douglas.
Hello, 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 and welcome back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas, and I have my husband, my other half here, Mr. Michael Douglas. Thank you for being here, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So let's stop. I mean, start where we stopped off. Behind the scenes, you said something, and I wanted the audience to be able to hear that. So where we left off is that you were sharing with me for the first time that when we were standing at the hotel, you went to the roof, getting ready to jump and how God spoke to you and told you you couldn't jump. So elaborate on that just a little bit to share with you in case somebody is watching. Well, sometimes you feel like you're inadequate mm. to be able to provide for your family and it puts, a, puts you in a hard spot, mm. especially for men being the sole providers or breadwinners of their family. For them to be at a low point and not be able to do the things that he desires to be able to do for his family. It puts you, mentally, it puts you in a place where you just want to give up. I mean, you're doing everything you can do, trying to do everything that you can do, but things are just not working out. Right. But uh, God spoke to me and like, no, I can't give up. Mm. Some things going to turn around. And things did start to turn around after that. Yeah, they did, because uh, some time went on where we were still at the hotel, and then we ended up going, you ended up getting a job, right, right. Um, with DeKalb County, and so we moved into our own apartment, was there for a few years, faced another challenge, uh, because I think with with that, and, and I don't think we've talked about it since that happened, but we were at we were like at odds with each other right, during yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I think I had just, I had just finished school. So I was working in um, a corporation for hair that was, that was hair um, and not in a, you know, my own salon or in a booth rental. So I was doing commission and the money was not good at all. Right. Um, but Hey, you got to have humble beginnings. You got to start somewhere. Um, but we were at odds with each other because you were dealing with stuff on your job, dealing with stuff with your health, dealing with stuff at home. Um, and we ended up displaced again. Right. So we left that apartment thinking that we were moving into a house, right? Was it uh, is that, another, another apartment? Right. Um, and so we ended up displaced again for a few months. Um, ended up going to stay with friends. Um, had some challenges with our children during yes. that time. They were off the them older two <laughs> were off the chain. Yes. They were going through their transition right. as teenagers. Um, so we experienced having to get up in the middle of the night, drive right. all the way to Tennessee. Because they had stole the car from the granddad. Oh, my goodness, y'all. So, oh, my gosh. This is crazy. Um, so, we dealt with that. And we were on the verge. While we were staying there with our friends, at one point, we were on the verge of, of divorce. Yeah. It had just gotten so hard and so overwhelming. Um, I guess one not understanding the other is more than anything. Yeah, because we didn't communicate. You worked all the time. I was not at that corporation anymore, but I was booth renting, suite renting at the time with Leah. And so um, you doing your thing and I was doing mine and not really communicating. That So communication is definitely key because 
I've told you guys before, we are individuals that come together that decide to be married and be one. But, um, but if you don't share what's going on with you mentally and emotionally, that can really take somebody off the deep end because you're assuming things. And basically what you're saying that assuming things, you're still the first, uh, first part one, we was talking about how people change. Mm -hmm. So assumption of things is also dealing with the change. How uh, people change from one point point to the next point in their lives. lives, Right. Right. Not understanding that even though I was at work all the time, I didn't understand you were growing to a totally different joy. Yeah. So you were saying that you, we pretty much were growing and I was going into a different different person. person. Yeah. So, and, and you know what? The fact that I had started a new career. So I had been in school, started a new career. Um, neither one of us was sure how that career was going to be looking, but something in me, I just could not shake it. It was like, I had to continue on to see where it was going to take me, even though it was challenging because remember it was weeks that I didn't even make any money, um, being at the suites. And so me, I can understand that. I'm like, how are you working all these hours and putting all this time in and I'm putting all these hours in and. I'm bringing in money, but you're not bringing no money in. So it's yeah. kind of, yeah, it was a rough So that time. was a challenge. And and I have often shared, um, I don't know if you realize it on some of the lives where um, for people to understand that you haven't always supported me in, in my career because it wasn't that you probably didn't want to, but you didn't understand. understand it. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, you never know what, what people are dealing with in their relationships because you see one thing and then it's total opposite because we never, I'm going to tell y'all something too. I've told y'all this before. I never stopped looking the way I look going to school because in my mind, I thought about what my mom always said. You look good, you feel good. And it wasn't to put a front or anything like that, but everything we were dealing with, do I need to look like a bomb too? Right. You know what I'm saying? Look like what I was going through. So what does what does homeless look like? Right, yeah. right. Because homeless displaced, displaced, or, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's different. So we got through that patch, and we ended up um, moving into a townhouse. Of moving into the townhouse, and that was a lot better. Yes, because that prepared us. Um, to, be able to, to move, to move into our house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so let me back up just a little bit because I wanted to share something while we were, di- when we were displaced, I don't know if you know this, but there was a time that we were talking about divorce and, um, I was dealing with so much stuff mentally and spiritually and emotionally. I remember feeling, walking around, feeling like I was like floating on air and that I, I literally was just existing. I had lost a whole lot of weight then. You remember that? Yeah. Where I had lost all that weight, um, wish I could get back there without the stress. <laughs> but um, but I remember in one in that room that we stayed in at our friend's house, I remember saying, feeling like I wasn't gonna wake up the next day because I was so bombarded with everything that was going on and I could not understand. And then plus I was coming into this new person. You know, so being responsible for four children at the time and and starting a new career and coming into this new person and then 
having to, you know, of course, be, being married and having to make sure that you're straight, it was a lot. It was a whole lot. Yeah, time to really spend with each kids. other. Yeah, because all the money we was bringing in was going to bills and to the kids. Right, so. right. So it was crazy. I I don't often think about those times. So, and it's not that I put them behind me, but I think they come up when they need to come up. Right. You know what I'm saying? To be able to share with somebody else. So let's fast forward. Yes. So we moved into yeah. our townhouse. Um. And then we went on this journey of purchasing our home. That was interesting too. <laughs> I don't know it was interesting for you, folks. It was interesting because when we didn't get that that one particular house I wanted, oh. I'm thankful. I'm oh, thankful yes, now. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so we would have to go through the disappointment of of yeah not getting the contracts, getting the contract on the houses. And then from there, it was a good thing because the house that we're in now, we've always seen it. We never recognized it. Yeah. We kind of like looked at like three houses on the, in the same, same subdivision. subdivision. And never knew and never that, that, house that house was there. Was there right? Yeah, because it did not have a for sale sign. Correct. So it was like it was waiting there just for us. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It had everything you wanted. Exactly. Only thing it don't have I need is a bigger closet. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, she's still working on that. Yeah, I'm still working on that. But um, but even to be able to let people know that everything that we went through right. to get to the house situation, it didn't stop there. Right. It didn't stop there. So we fast forward to getting into our home. Everybody that's bought a home know that can be a challenging process anyway. Paperwork, making sure they get the right documents, making sure everything lines up. Um, but we moved into our home, like our dream home. Yes. And my husband is working. I'm working at the salon I just left. Um, and then you get hurt. I get hurt. On your job. On my job. 2017. 2017. December, wasn't it? Yeah. Like December yeah. 2017. So... Y'all, we're going to elaborate on that because that is definitely a big part of how you get to see the other side of joy to be where I am now. We'll be right back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I'm your host, Joy Douglas.
Hello, 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 and welcome back. You're watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas, and I have my other half here, Mr. Michael Douglas Sr. Thank yes. you for being here with me. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So we left off um, getting into our home that we're in now and you getting hurt on your job that caused you to be out of work for four years. Four years. For yes. a long, interesting <laughs> years. <laughs> right, right. So this is kind of how the roles got switched. Yeah, the roles got switched because I was doing so what you call the breadwinners, whatever. Mm. But uh, due to me getting hurt, I was not able to provide like I used to be able to provide. Which kind of put a hardship on the family again. Yeah, but. I also realized that with me getting hurt, a lot of the challenges came within them, not just uh, physical and mental, but other ways too, you know. Spiritually, spiritually emotionally. Emotionally, yes. Yeah. Asking God why, you know. Mm. Trying to figure out why are these things happen to me, you know. Because I felt like I was... Uh, Falsely accused, because I had to get attorneys involved or anything. Mm -hmm. Why am I falsely accused? Why, why are these people not trying to help me to get better, you know? Right. Trying to help me on that end. So, I remember one day, uh -huh. uh, I was riding a car. I was like, what if I would have never just fell? Why I got it me? And he's like, why not you? I said, but I feel like I'm being accused of something that I didn't do. And he said, now you know how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I got it. accused for something I didn't even do. <laughs> you had but, a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had a moment. But, I yeah. got, but you got to keep carrying on. You know? Yeah, definitely keep going. Yeah. So it put our family in an interesting position, um, but not the way that y'all think. I business start picking up for me. Yeah. A lot. Uh, my clientele grew. Um, start modeling. So that was the income, um, doing hair, and it's like I didn't miss a beat. Right. And that was, a, I don't even, actually when we were preparing for the show, when I was thinking about it earlier in the green room, I was like, I, I don't think I ever even said this is too much for me. Right. I, it was like you just have to do what you right. have to do. Right. Stepping into something yeah, overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and and y'all know I trust God for everything. Um, he is a provider, a mind regulator, all of that. So it was nothing for me to um, to trust him with the finances. It wasn't always peachy, you know, and that easy um, to to definitely provide. But I knew for you to be hurt and then have to have surgery. That was like an eye opener for me because you could have been gone, you know, with with the surgery, with the injury, any of it. It could have been a totally different situation. So um, I think it just put me in that go getter mode, mm. and I hate to say hustle mode because I hate using the word hustle. <laughs> I hate using that. I just like to say go getter. Because hustle sounds so negative to me. Um, but I did what I had to do through the grace of God, definitely. So in that time, we graduated three girls. Yes. Y'all, yes. 
Can y'all believe that? We graduated three girls with one income. <laughs> one income. Um, and self-employment income with that. So if you try to be self-employed, baby, it's not easy. Yeah, it not is easy. not easy. <laughs> it is a challenge because you're working more for yourself than you would for somebody's nine to five or somebody else's company. Um, so that was a challenge for us because still at this point, you weren't completely on board. Right. With me um, having this career, but I think you figured out. Right. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. So yeah, so um, we had we endured some challenges in our marriage, um, with us changing, both of us changing, um, and me doing a lot of changing. Um, I can remember you said to me one time. Um, you you doing a lot of stuff now that you didn't do when you were younger. Um, and so I started finding myself. Um, being a mother so young, um, at 19, I got pregnant at 18, ended up having Aaliyah at 19, and I went into mommy mode. And so I didn't get to really enjoy life like you and some of them other folks was doing because you you was living you was living the life um but it's not and it's and guys when i say these things it is not to make an excuse um it's just my truth and um and it's who i am and what the choice yeah it's a part of our journey the choices that i made um haven't always been very wise probably um but I was dealing, not but, however, I was dealing with a lot of trying to find myself, um, wanting to balance being a, being a wife at some points and some points not wanting to be a wife. Um, but, and then being a mother, now being a business owner, um, it was, it was hard. It was quite challenging. Yeah, it was hard. Um, so we haven't always been on the same page with everything. Yeah, with everything. And still don't be on the same page no, with everything. <laughs> but we really, respect each yeah, other's opinions yeah. now. Yeah. And um and you know I I'm off the chain. <laughs> but um but I think that is I think that's a great way to be. Every marriage is not going to look the same. Everybody's decisions or um choices that they make are not going to look like ours. And, and I think that's, that's okay. Um, because I know I went through a season of feeling like, um, well, I'm not doing it like so-and-so doing it. Like as simple as making your plate. And when you told me one day that you don't care nothing about me making your plate, that freed me. So it's amazing what people have, the assumptions that we have in our head and the expectations because of other people. Right. And when you learn how to walk in your own identity, it frees you up. Right. So what's your take on that? Oh, I mean, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. 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 It's kind of crazy. I understand Yeah. What you're yeah. I, mean, I don't want nobody making my plate for me. I'm a grown man. <laughs> yeah, see, and see, and that's how you. I don't feel. like cheese <laughs> like that, you know. So, so I don't want everything over there. Right. So that's how you feel, right, and right. 
the fact that you were able to express that to me, but that was like the beginning of a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, me being able to say, hey, I'm not happy. And in our, and within our marriage, um, because, but what I realized, 2014, December 19, 2014, I wrote you a letter. And I think that's the last written letter I wrote you. You didn't read it until September of the next year. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> Notice, part one, I started off with the letters. With now the she's letters. Writing, now I write letters. Now um, she's writing letters in the end. You know? <laughs> but I wrote that letter, and it was me taking all expectations off of you. Um, I It was like a conviction that I felt. Like, how dare you expect him to be this picture perfect man and picture perfect husband when he's learning just like you learning. So to be able to um, take those expectations off really, it freed me. I mean, I hope I know, it freed I, Oh you. yeah, it freed me too. It freed you. It freed me because you gotta realize guys, when somebody speaks something over you and you don't even know it, and then you come to find out about it. I'm like, well, man, that's kind of jacked up, you mm-hmm. know. That I'm this, I'm this guy that can be the, the man that you want me to be in your life, but because of the certain things you have spoke over me and wrote about me in letters, it kind of like pulled me behind, you know. Mm-hmm. But God told you, He's everything that everything that, you, that I need. That yeah, I need, right. Yeah. So having to get to that um, understanding and accepting that God would change things the way he saw fit to change instead of me trying to change things. Right. So I don't know if I I can't remember if I've told you guys before, but um, our, I look at us as bonuses to each other. Yeah. You can't complete me and I cannot complete you. And I think so many relationships battle because of that right there. I've heard people say, well, she don't make me happy. Well, you better make yourself happy. <laughs> you better make yourself happy because we're two individual people, you know. So, okay, let's move on from that real quick. That was that journey. Right. So let's close it out by rewinding, fast forward, fast forwarding, and we are in our home Four years later, right. everything settled, settled for right. you, right. Um, and we buy salon. Yes. And I don't know if you remember, but you told me that you wanted to be able to fund the salon. Right. And um, you said that a couple of years ago when you jumped on board to see, okay, she really does have a good career. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so for yeah. God to bless for you to be able yeah. to do that. No. I was blessed to be able to go ahead and su- support, support yeah. and yeah. put everything in the salon that she wanted. Yeah. That, that's amazing feeling after all these years of feeling inadequate. Mm. Like, I'm not good enough or I don't have the money to be able to supply the material things that um, you might have wanted, you know, mm. at that time. But to understand everything that we had to go through the process to get to where we was at, to be able to appreciate. Right, where we are now. Where we are now, right. Yeah. Because I could, 
They say you're a fool with money and fool you're a fool without money. You know, yeah. that's a true statement because money don't change anything. Yeah. That m- money can come and go just like that. But if you don't know uh, the proper planning and how to tell your money where it go mm-hmm. versus your money tell you where, where it go, right? Yeah. And being a good steward, you know, I used to talk about that all the time. I believe in, um, definitely I believe in tithing, and I believe in being a good steward over what you have. So, y'all, with the little bit we used to have, I was tithing off of that little bit. I didn't care. But it was, it to me, when God spoke to me at the age of 16 when I had my first job and said that as long as you tithe, it'll be like a well that never runs dry. So even though we have gone through all the things that we have gone through, um, I still trusted what God had to say. And I believe that that has a lot to do with where we are today. Um, Let me say this. People always think tithing is money. It's not all about money. It's a tenth of anything that you put into something that has to do with anything dealing with God. The conversation that we're having right now is a tithe because we're blessing somebody right now as, we, as you're watching, you know, yeah. to be able to uh, free someone, to be able to see, hey, you know what? You're not the only one going through these things. I went through these things, too. Right. And, yeah. and to and be an encouragement, to be like, hey, you can come out of this just the same way we came out. Yeah, we can. Trust the process, guys. Yes. Trust the process. If you trust God, if you trust God with your, with your money, trust God with your life. And, and you will see a big difference. So us being able to um, definitely learn to trust God individually and um, and corporately together, I think it's made a big difference. So I appreciate you being here, Mike. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate you being here. And I hope and pray somebody has been blessed by our conversation today. Well, guys, you have been watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas. I'll be right back. Joy Talk Show. I am your host, Joy Douglas, and I have Mr. Michael Douglas here, my other half. Thank you for being here, Mr. Douglas. Thank you again. You're welcome. So let's continue our conversation. Let's let the audience know how we got to the point of forgiveness um, for things that we forgiven each other and um Forgiving ourselves, forgiving ourselves about certain things, you know, especially when we didn't know. 
That's, what that's the funny other that you said that because uh, one thing you can say we battled with for a long time was finances. Yes. Yes. Yes, Lord. But you have been very patient with me <laughs> to be able to understand how to how finances work and everything. Mm-hmm. But to be able to forgive myself, you know, and to be able to pray about it, to ask for understanding. Because mm-hmm. I feel like every time you talk to me about finances, you like beating me up. Oh my god! I know you told me that a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. I I was getting it, but I wasn't getting it to your to my liking to your liking. <laughs> your I guess that's, what, yeah, that's yeah. what that's what it was. But I I could probably say now that you kind of understand where I was coming from mm-hmm. in a position that when I was handling finances, it was kind. I ain't gonna lie, it was kind of hard because. Living here in Atlanta, one income, we could do it in Tennessee, mm-hmm. which we had no problem doing, but the cost of living was not the same in Tennessee as mm-hmm. it is in Georgia. So understanding the challenges of having uh, two people working in, in Atlanta is very necessary. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do it with one person. Right, you know? right. And I know, like I said, you told me, you shared that with me a couple of weeks ago, and I never knew that's how you felt. And I think it was something you said in the car um, in regards to, we were talking about another situation, but my brain just went, it went south. So yeah, I know it was, it was something in regards to you being able to express that that's how you felt. And that was never my intention. So it just goes to show when they say, be careful how you say certain things, um, you know, cause people can interpret them in a different way. And, and being able to not assume anymore um, because I felt like I just, I felt like I assumed what I want, wanted my marriage to look like and expected my marriage to look like based upon other people and not realizing until, you know, a few years ago that, hey, I'm married to a totally different person and he's married to a totally different person and so things that you lack I might pick up the slack on things that I lack you pick up the slack on so that meant us being able to balance that yeah um, work as a team and, right instead of that's what it was because you were saying that you seemed like we were you were I was against you or something like that something you said so um that's why I I use that um, saying all the time that we are bonuses to each other because people get in relationships for the wrong reasons. You know, can you agree on I can, that? I can agree. We we expect for the, you know, in some situations, the wife's supposed to do this, the wife's supposed to do that, the husband's supposed to do this, the husband's supposed to do that. Did you even sit down and talk about right. what you have the capability of doing or what you like to do? Right. You know, so... Um, yeah, it's like it's all jacked up. Because yeah. I cook, you don't and cook. And I don't cook anymore. Right. Even though I'll let you tell it, you cook better than me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's how I, I rose. One of the reasons that I, I mean, one of the ways that our roles have switched is because you are able to be home more and be able to do the things that I used to do all the time. Um, and now I'm away from home 
more because of being at the salon or being here, you know, in the studio uh, with all the millions of things. So, that yes, I, I do. Clean up the house, wash <laughs> the dishes and right. clean the bathtubs and bathrooms and all that. So, yes, yes I do. He is an awesome provider when it goes <laughs> with that, with yeah. that as well. My life just didn't shut down just because I wasn't working. Right, right, right. And I think if we had not been to the point, at least to the point of being able to um, recognize what our that our roles had switched, even though we never verbalized it, but just you being able to step in the role that you stepped into, me being able to step in the role I stepped into, it was like we just did what we had to do. And it was no, yeah, yeah, it was, it was nothing crazy. And I never really thought about that, but that's really a blessing because I've heard relationships like are doomed because, well, now she making more money than me, or now she doing this and she doing that, or I ain't going to be no stay at home dad. I mean, what? That's crazy. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) You said why not? Stay home. That's crazy. But um yeah, but it just goes to show you gotta do what's good for you and your relationship. So hey, the just let us hit on a little bit um on how we have been able to forgive each other. I want to hear your take on that. How you've been able to forgive me for um indiscretions. Um and for me being the way that I am, <laughs> um, well, yeah. Um, me forgiving you is based upon God's forgiveness for me. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it. And He's patient enough to give me grace to be able to do the things and be patient with me for all the things that I have messed up in life. Surely, if He's that example for me, why can't I be the example? So that's how I look at it. I realize everybody don't look at it like that, but hey, you know what? It's not a cliche. It's real. And you know what? I, I have. I feel like I have the heart of God. I feel like I'm a David. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm chasing after God's own heart. So, hey, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, are you a David or are you just a, <laughs> just a regular old person out there just wandering, you know, mm-hmm. going through the motions? I'm a, I'm a David. I'm a king. You. Hey, I hear you. I hear you. I'm he said king. he is a king, baby. <laughs> I, I am that guy. You are that guy. <laughs> so, um, and I would say on my part, I think I lever- I spoke about it a little earlier when I made that decision uh, where God convicted me to take the expectations off of you. That was a form of forgiveness for me. Um, because who am I to blame you for things um, and to expect things that you don't know anything about. If I don't verbalize those things to you, um, and it had a lot to do with that typical wife mode in a sense, like, well, he's supposed to do this, or he's supposed to be this way. Well, that that's crazy because you are your own individual person. And so that's what I expect on the flip side as well, because I've grown a lot. A lot of things have changed about me. I started going to get tattoos and right. nose piercings <laughs> and uh, then bought a sports car. Right. I just, I'm going through some changes. <laughs> but um, but I, I'm thankful that you, you allow me to be me. Whether you agree 
with how I do things or not. Um, because I know I'm off the chain. I do know that. But um, but it's a freedom that I have. And and I gained that freedom when we were displaced that last time. It was like once I had that moment of saying, you know what, you're not going to be here all the time, but what are you going to do with the time that you have? And so then you turn around and you get hurt on your job. That pushed me even more to say your life literally could have been changed in a totally different way. You could have lost your spouse and he not be here. So with what time you have left, what are you going to do with it? So I literally live my day every single day as though it's my last. Um, I know sometimes I talk to you about some stuff like I need to do this with the wheel and, and, you know, benefits and stuff like that. But that's how I look at life now. Um, because it can be changed in a blink of an eye, you know? So, um, so yeah, I live my life and that's what I encourage other people to do, to live their life. Like it is the, the last life that you got to live. So, um, so yeah, on, on that note, is there anything you want to leave with the viewers? Uh, put me on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> hey, just be true to who you are. You know, mm. you know what you can handle, what you can't handle. Right. Or you'll find out what you'll you can find handle. out. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Um, I really do. We talked about some stuff we hadn't talked about no. in a long time. Guys, thank you so much. Um, it has been a joy to be here with Mike today, Michael Douglas Sr. as my guest, and to be able to give you the other side of joy. Um, just to let you know, just because you see the glimmer and the glitz, you don't know what people's stories are. And so it will behoove you to listen and to get to know people for who they are because you don't know how they got there and what they have to do to maintain it. That's why it's not good to covet or to envy and to look at other people's lives as though that's what I want. And you become so destructive when you do things like that and when you have those type of motives and mindsets. So it's best to live your own truth. It is best to manifest your own truth. It is best to find out what your own truth is and live it to the fullest. You have been watching the Gifts of Joy talk show. I am your host, Joy Douglas, and I have enjoyed you guys this season. Have a great day. I'm bringing you gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Da 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 da. Gifts of joy. Gifts of joy.